prepare for a whole new sporting experience. This is Sports Planet. Nigerian football fans always wonder why many footballers of Nigerian heritage are reluctant to pledge their international careers to their fatherland. The likes of David Alaba, Dele Ali, Angelo Obona and countless others chose to represent foreign nations like Austria, England and Italy instead. This is mainly due to the instability, lack of structure and corruption in Nigerian football. Some of these players who took the plunge have mixed fortunes. Some have had decent careers while some were cast aside after just one game. And some were abandoned when they got injured on international duty. Yet there are those who are still in limbo, neither cast aside but never truly considered as good enough despite their enormous talent and patriotism. It is this category that Omar Sone Aluko falls into. Welcome to Sports Planet, your premium news and magazine sports show. Today on the show, we'll be speaking with Super Eagles and Fulham forward Sonne Aluko about his remarkable season in the English Championship that almost saw him promoted to the Premier League and his international future with the Super Eagles. My name is Tunde Koiki. We'll take a short break right now and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Born in London to Nigerian parents, Sonne Aluko played at under-16, under-17, under-18 and under-19 levels for England before switching his international allegiance to his fatherland. But after making his senior debut in 2009, Sonne has never started a game for the Super Eagles but has played 7 matches and scored 2 goals. Yet he remains hopeful to one day feature at a major international tournament with Nigeria. We spoke to him recently in Lagos before he headed out for pre-season training in England. This is Sports Planet. Let's start from last season. Over 50 games for Fulham last season. Did pretty well, get to the playoffs. Did probably, I think that's probably, in terms of activity, that's probably the most, the most vigorous um, season of your career. For sure, think? for sure. I mean, 50 I games. I played 50 games last year, yeah, and it was, I only missed one game in, in the league, and so I played all the league games, most of the cup, in fact, all the FA Cup games. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a long, long, hard season. How, but how satisfied were you at that season? I mean, you scored, very. I think, uh, nine goals. Nine goals. Nine goals, uh, I had uh, ten assists, mm. so which was, what, 10 or 11 assists, yeah, I think 10 assists. Which was the second highest in the league. So for me, it was it was a good season. You know, I'm happy with the season I had. Just the fact that I played it, I played so so regularly. Mm. I had a I had good standard, um, and the, the team was successful. You know, this was a team that we signed 14 players. So yeah. a lot of changes new went. Coach too. Yeah, new. Well, yeah, his first full full year at Fulham, new players. So we were not expected to get to playoffs at all. And really and truly, we should have. We believed we should have done better in the playoffs. I don't think we showed our full potential in the playoffs, but getting there in itself was an achievement. And next year we can we can build on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was, I was very happy with my with my season. Mm. Just how tough is the championship? There's this argument that by a lot of people that you know some say the championship is it can be equated to any other top league mm -hmm. in Europe. Some say no, that's the lower standard. I mean, you play more games. That's for sure. You play 46 games in the regular yes. season. That's apart from playing the League Cup and the yeah. FA Cup as well. Just how tough is the championship? Physically, I've, I've been fortunate to play. Premier League as well, so, uh, physically, championship is tougher. 
in the Premier League, unless you go far in the Cups or you're in the top four team, you will not play 50 games. And at the speed which you do in championships, so Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, you continuously play. Um, and the standard now is championships is the fifth highest league, fifth, fifth, fifth richest league in the world. You know, players move in the championship now for, for 10 million pounds. Players earn serious money. The money from Premier League is trickling, is trickling down because big teams get big coaches, big teams get relegated. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They come down into Premiership. Even your coach, so yeah. So highly rated. We have Steve Bruce, who's been in the Premier League for a long time. We have many top managers um, in the Championship, and the teams that get relegated, they come down with the parachute payments from Premier League. So that money circulates in the Championship. So it's that's when when, when Super Eagles made the rule of you have to be in your top league to play Super Eagles. Championship is higher than than most of the European leagues, apart from Premiership, La Liga, Bundesliga. Uh, Syria. We sign players from top leagues in Belgium and they play for Fulham. We sign players from the top league in France, they sign for Fulham. We even signed Hozabed who was in Real Vallecano. He came to Fulham, Real Vallecano got relegated. He didn't do well in Fulham, so they loaned him back to Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo in the semi-final of UEFA, that was a player who was at Fulham, so the comparison, Championship is a, is a tough league and the standard is, is very high, so I don't know how it gets looked upon in, in Nigeria as, as a, a substandard league because a lot of the players in, in Fulham who are African players, Cabano, Floridaite, went to play African nations. Yeah. Uh, Syriac, or Ivory Coast went to play African nations, so it's only in Nigeria they look at it, <laughs> they look at it that way. Next season for you, I think you signed a two-year contract with uh, yes. Fulham. So, what does the future hold for you? I mean, you're 27 now, 20? 28, 28. 28. So, I'm guessing you probably have one big move left. Yeah, maybe. maybe depends on how your career goes. Yeah, one or two, yeah, yeah. So, what does the future hold for you right now in terms of professional football? Uh, well, I've never hidden the fact that I want to play in Premier League. You know, I've, uh, I've played three years in, two years in Premier League, three years in Championship in my time in England. Um, you know, before I was in Scottish Premier League, so. I'm I'm ambitious. I, I want to play Premier League. I want to play Super Eagles. I want to play in the big competitions. So that, um, that's always going to be my aim. I'm never going to hide that. I believe with Fulham it's possible. You know, we, we're very close this year. Next year we can we, we can come close too as well. So if not not come close, we can we can we can make Premier League. So uh, I enjoyed my time at Fulham this year. So I'm not in a rush to leave uh, at all. You know. What about if the riches of China come calling? I mean, it's. I mean, uh, you have to consider that oh, there's course. incredible money flowing in China. Of course. At 27, 28, 28. It's, it's a huge payday. If, what if China comes calling? Even for me now, even if China came, I think the huge paydays for for China are for the, the top name players. So it even it'd still make more sense for me to get into Premier League, establish myself more and then go to China because the salary you earn in China will be different coming from Premier League to China than Championship to China so at this stage of my career it's not something I'm entertaining or looking at it, you know you, you never know with, it, with these <laughs> in football but right now my aim is is Premier League for so many years we've underrated South Africa uh, losing 2-0 at the, at, uh, the Gosala Pabio Stadium you didn't watch that game but I didn't watch it live no I've watched it since but what was going through your mind it must have been heartrending for you yeah it was tough just, just as a Super Eagles fan first before before a player watching Nigeria lose is, is painful um, but teams teams can lose games that's the nature of football you, you're gonna win you're gonna lose but it's the way we lost the game that was that was most painful um, you know, the, the goals we gave away were were, were really 
schoolboy mistakes, you know, the free header in the middle of the box. And um, the second goal, everybody was attacking and there's still like 12 minutes left. So it was, you know, mistakes that you don't see regularly at international level. So that was just concentration. It's not like those players don't know better. It's not like they're not good, talent, talented young players. They just weren't focused at the time. Hopefully, like I said, it'll be a wake-up call and they, they turn it around. And, you know me, I, I still think I have something to offer the team. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that. So I mean, I've tracked your career. I mean, played so well. So many goals. Hull City, uh, Birmingham at one point mm. as well. Yeah, I remember I did with Birmingham, then Aberdeen. Yeah, then Aberdeen. And actually, I remember you playing for, for Rangers. Rangers, after. You played in the Old Firm Derby, mm. some of the toughest games in the world, some of the toughest. I mean, 50 games last season alone for Fulham. It's incredible. I'm, I'm struggling to think of any Super Eagles player in that last squad who's played 50 games last season. Yet you had players who hadn't played 90 minutes for their club getting called mm. up and consistently you've always delivered every time you've been called up do you feel hard done by somehow that you've never really gotten the respect that your talent deserves I don't even look at it like that to be honest because I can't control that you know, all I can control is when they call me up me delivering which I've done now the manager changes so a new manager comes in he doesn't know me mm. so he, he chooses a new set of players or the committee to help him choose players um, so I've been unfortunate in the fact that I'm not since I've become a Super Eagles there's been a lot of changes to managers um, I mean look at it there was the training cap in London at Barnet yeah. you went and you called players from all over the world you, and you played in the championship you played regularly for a club in London and you didn't even get a call up it that's must, why I said it, it, must sting. It, it, it does it does but again I can't I'm not the person who's going to be holding grudges and feeling down about something that I can't control because even if it get upset it stings I get frustrated then what I'm still not getting called up so I have to take my mind off it and, and focus on what I'm doing which is playing for Fulham like like I said I played I don't know anyone who played as many as many games as I did last year um, even the old firm derby that you played yeah but I, I played mean, I played in Europe I played in old firm derbies I, mean, I played the FA Cup final yeah I played in big games you yeah. know and those games have pressure even playoffs yeah. I, tremendous pressure there's two times I've been well I've been pre pre uh, championship three times I've been promoted twice this was the first year I've not been promoted from so I know about hands in pressure playing in tough games and expectation which if you play for Super Eagles it's there no matter if it's a friendly or a qualifier Super Eagles games a lot of pressure on them because the whole country wants you to win that Could game it be that maybe like someone at Liège you're not paying the right people or maybe you don't have some kind of agents in the media or the NFL who's I, I don't know, like I said, those things I, I can't control. I don't know if other players do that. It's not something I'm going to do. Um, You'd rather let your football be your talk. Of course, and obviously the things I'm doing away from on the pitch, being an ambassador, say, okay, I'm doing things the right way, I cannot be seen to do those things. So I don't have the even the luxury to say, okay, let me just do what I need to do. Honest opinion, do you still think you have the future with the Super Bowls? I do, I do, and I always believe that. Like I said, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be the player that plays 100 caps. I think... I'll have a, some more opportunities, whether that's this season, next season, whenever it is. And when I get those opportunities, I have to take it to the point where they cannot not call me. And that's that's all I can do. So if I really sit down and analyze it and think about it, of course I'll be frustrated because the last time I played, I scored two goals in 20 minutes. The next camp, I wasn't called. Um, but I had one more camp after that. We went to South Africa again for a friendly. And obviously there's 18 players in the friendly game, so I'm a catcher at the time. Changed seven players. I was the only player that didn't come on. So that's when I looked at him for okay, well this is this is almost personal because <laughs> why would you change everybody but me? So yeah, there's, there's things that have been frustrated with me in, in Super Eagles, but I'm not gonna let that 
affect me to the point where I'm, I don't want to play for Super Eagles. So for me, I, I take it my stride and when I get my chance, I'll take it. That was Super Eagles and Fulham forward Sonny Aluko speaking to us about his club and international career. Sports Planet will be right back. Stay tuned. And here is where we shut it down on today's episode of Sports Planets. You can send me all your sports views, questions, and comments on Twitter or just follow me at Babatunde Koiki. And for more sports stories from all across the world, please visit www.completesportsnanjira.com and you can click on the Sports Planet button on the website to listen to this episode or previous episodes of the show from our podcast archives. Before we go, let's remind you that Monday the 26th of June was the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest events in world football when Denmark, a Scandinavian team that did not even qualify for the 1992 European Championships, a team that was only invited to make up the numbers after Yugoslavia was disqualified as a result of the breakout of war in that country, defeated Germany 2-0 in the final to win their first and only international trophy till date. A truly amazing feet. And on behalf of our amazing production crew here at our amazing studios, my name is Tunde Kweki, wishing you all a very pleasant evening and assuring you that the planet is listening.